Well, hello again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, from the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. And just this week, we began a men's study over at the Betty Cakes Cafe and Your Heart's Desire. Jumped on some late night coffee and uh, cake and ate from God's Word. You men out there that are listening, I'd like to start by offering you an invitation. I know we get tied up sometimes in our own groups or churches and stuff we have going on, but man, we don't care where you're at. The 25 men that were together Monday are just a bunch of men cleaned up by the blood of Jesus and trying to be better, which is exactly what we talked about Monday, making the decision to be better. And so this week, We'll see what God's Word tells us about seeking adventure. So 8 o'clock p.m. on Monday night at Betty Cakes and Your Heart's Desire. Uh, Nobody wants to watch Russell Wilson and the Broncos on Monday night football anyway. So you might as well come hang out with us. Uh, Your your wife is probably telling you you watch too much football anyways. But uh, anyways, as I said this last week, we talked about being better. And that's what I want us to eat on in today's episode. And to start, I don't want to talk about being better just yet, but about being good. You see, I don't doubt at all that you guys that are listening, you're you're really good people. Some of you, you may reach the status of great. Now, it may not have really moved you to hear me say that about you, but it does do something to us to be considered a good person. So typically, when I say that about someone or you say it about someone you're taking into consideration, their moral identity, are they trustworthy? Are they nice? Are they kind? Do they treat people right? Do they help you when you call on them? Now, our moral identity is huge, isn't it? And I think so much so that if someone challenges that or challenges my goodness and says, man, Jed, I'm not sure about that guy. What's our response? What's my response? I I go into defense. I I go into karate kid style, uh, ready to jump all over you. And so I, I start to rattle off all the ways that I am a good guy. And I try to defend that because the way that you see me, the way that you view me is huge to me. And I work hard to protect my standing in the land of being considered a good person. I'm sure you do too. So what is it to be a good person? Well, I guess I kind of answered that already in saying they're kind, they're trustworthy, they treat people right. But but serious talk, I mean, maybe I'm way off, but I, I don't think there's anyone out there that has a desire to strive for badness. I, I don't strive to be a bad guy, a bad husband, a bad father, a bad employee. I I try to maintain my goodness. You too? I hope so. But what if I told you this? What if our constant pursuit of holding our standing and being considered good people and maintaining our moral identity was actually getting in the way of us being better people? In our 44 today, what I'd like for us to do is look at something that we can read in 2 Peter that taps into this. 
Because honestly, if we're constantly working to maintain goodness, then we aren't allowing ourselves the space to grow and really be better. Now, before we jump into 2 Peter, I think it's important to ask you this. Would you say that it's easy to just be good or maintain the status of goodness? Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't require a ton of work to be considered good, but, but what about this? Is it easy to choose to be better? Is it easy to choose forward? Is it easy to make that decision day after day and time after time? And the answer is no. Being better sounds easy, but it's one of those things that's always ahead of us. And so therefore, it's really hard to do. You know what makes deciding to be better harder than being good? Well, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a Christian, I'm an employee, I'm a son, an uncle, The list goes on and on and on. And so it's hard to choose to be better because there's so many little pockets where I need to be better. And so I make the decision, I need to be a better husband. I'm really going to show up for Megan. And I go all in there and what happens to some of those other areas? Well, they may still maintain their goodness or, or maybe my choice to be a better husband takes away from being a better fill in the blank. It's really hard, and we had a great time talking through some of this Monday, but as I prefaced to those men, I'll do the same for you in that the idea of straight line arrow of growth is oftentimes what we're after, but we have to understand that that's not what this looks like. In all of those roles that I am, I am bound to take some lumps, some losses, some fall-on-my-face moments, but but I'm also going to take some wins. I'm also going to have su- some success. But, but the key here is no matter if you win or you lose, are you still growing? Are you still making that decision to continue to be better? We see this in action nearly every Sunday afternoon after football games are played. And a team can beat the brakes off the other team. They can look really good and the offense is clicking. Everybody's in sync. They're on fire. And they ask the quarterback after the game, hey, man, y'all looked really good out there. That's a big win. Talk to us a little bit about the game. What did you see out there? Give us your thoughts. And, And typically the good ones will say, yeah, we won. That's a big win, but but we aren't done yet. We aren't going to live in this place of staying good. We've got to get back out there Monday. We've got to hit it hard in practice. We've got to keep getting better. And with the really good quarterbacks, it's always the same comment to a loss. Man, you guys looked atrocious today. Nothing was going right. What what happened today? Well, yeah, we we just we didn't play very well today. We lost. It's it's on me, but but we've got to get back out there Monday. We've got to get after it. We've got to practice. We've got to get better. So you're 44. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 9, let me read this to you. Verse 5, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Or some versions read, as we'll talk about in a minute, moral excellence or virtue, And to that goodness, Peter says, add knowledge, and to knowledge, add self-control, and to self-control, add perseverance, and to perseverance, add godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities, listen to this, in increasing measure, 
If you possess these qualities in a way in which you're choosing to be better and growing and moving forward, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they've been cleansed from their past sins. So the first thing I'd like to point out here is that phrase that Peter uses in saying, make every effort. I mean, I know in sports, if a coach told me, Jed, make every effort, I would have an attitude about me that said, man, I'm going to do this, whatever this is. And the same applies to us here. Peter says, make every effort, live with an attitude and some grit about you that says, I'm going to be a person of addition. I'm going to be a person that tries to reach my fullest potential by deciding to be better. Here's the next part that's huge for us, and that's the word used here that's goodness. Or again, as some versions read, moral excellence or virtue. He says, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, moral excellence, virtue. Now, what we need to eat on today is that Peter is not saying here, hey, man, just just be good in your faith. Take care of that moral identity. Look after your goodness. The word he uses here in the Greek is actually erete, which I probably didn't say that right, but that doesn't matter, which means way more than just being good. You see, honestly, it's kind of boring and uninspiring to wake up every day and think, man, I I just need to be good. I need to maintain. This word Peter uses doesn't mean that but rather deals with the God-given power within us to be heroic, to be so much more than good and great. And while those words are okay, what you need to be after is adding to your faith this idea that you're constantly moving forward. You're striving to be better, to be heroic. And he goes on to say here, the steps to be better and not just good is to add knowledge self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and of course the glue that holds it all together, love. Now, I don't have all the answers as to how to add these things, and I'm not going to attempt to have you listen in on a laundry list of ways to add each of these. But what I do have for you is one answer that applies to all of these, is that you actually have to make the decision to be better and to do something about it day in and day out. Will you lose sometimes? Will you fall flat on your face? Absolutely. But here's the key. Will you knock the dust off, pick yourself up and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pushing forward. I'm going to go back to practice and I'm going to be better. On the flip side, will you win sometimes? Will you have success? Absolutely. But when you win... When you have success, will you stop there or will you keep making the decision to be better? You know what the scariest part about this is, is what comes to be of us if we avoid the call to be better. Peter says, when you add these things, they keep you from being ineffective. Now, ineffective to me means stagnation. It means lukewarm. And so, Really, we just live in a place of lukewarmness and stagnation and yeah, And we get a pretty firm reminder, I think, in Revelation 3 about God's feelings about stagnation and a lukewarm life. 
the last part of your 44 here today is for us to really come to grips with the fact that it doesn't just happen. And although we want to be a better version of us right now, that's not the way that it works. It only happens in the Matrix, actually. If you've seen the movie, remember Keanu Reeves learns Kung Fu in like five seconds. It's pretty impressive. But as nice as that would be, that's not the way that this goes down. You see, I have an iPhone. And every now and then, I'll get this little pop-up on my iPhone that says, a new version is ready for download or software update. And it wasn't long ago that I took the time and I clicked to actually read the terms and conditions. It was really long. But in there, it talked about all these things that would be fixed, like security and bugs and things like that. Not that I know what any of that means. But, but if you decide to not update your phone, what happens over time? That phone is going to get worse. You, you open your phone up to security breaches and bugs and all kinds of stuff. But when you click yes, I want to update this. As you know, with the iPhone, it's no short process. It's actually so long that when you click yes, Apple won't let you go through the complete update unless your battery is at a certain percentage or you're plugged in and you're actively charging. And so just like in this example, we have to understand if I accept the terms and conditions of where I am and I click yes, I want to be better. I want version 2.0 of me. It takes some work. It takes some time. But let me encourage you today as Peter encourages us, take that on. Don't settle for good or great or maintaining moral identity, but be constantly striving to be better and to grow, and to move the needle forward one day, one step, one week, one play, one year at a time. This part may seem repetitive, but I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I truly mean it. I've loved hearing from all of you guys as we sit around the table and eat on these things. It's been Really awesome to hear some of you guys stop me at Publix or at the soccer field and, and talk 44. But as awesome as that is, I want to encourage you today, don't stop at this podcast. Keep eating, keep growing, keep pushing forward. Thank you again for listening. Now, let's eat.